Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Big Time Talkers. I'm Brock Orton. Tommy Haley. And I'm Benjamin Duncan. Gentlemen, it is good to see you again. Let's do a quick uh, 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 sports memorabilia check as to what you're wearing, starting with you, Mr. Haley. Uh, I am wearing the sweatshirt that was being sold, um, the 2015 Kansas City World Series Championship sweatshirt from seven years ago. Yeah. We are getting old, gentlemen. I can feel it. We're getting old because I got a recommend because I got a thing of when I took videos and pictures and when I went to game two of the ALCS and it popped up on my thing the other day. It's like remember this day, seven years. Like, well, I'm getting closer to six feet under. Ben, what are you wearing? Still, my favorite baseball game ever to go to. I got my marching Mizzou hat that I've had since freshman year here and I got the all orange Bears Nick Foles jersey and a purple sweatshirt on under it too yes, my work perfect, perfect clashing colors perfect perfect amount of different colors yeah well I am wearing the Salem Mariners hat in a remembrance of our poor Salem Mariners that have fallen they technically played. They technically played four games. They did, <laughs> by technicality. And I am wearing my brand new retro Steve Largent throwback Seattle Seahawks jersey. So it's such a nice blue. It is. They need to bring this jersey back. They never will because they'll always like do the god awful highlight yellow, highlight ugly, highlight green jerseys. I know. I know. Gentlemen, how you doing? Doing good. Watching game one of the NLCS right now. We'll get to that. Hang that. Ben? Today could have definitely gone a lot better, but um, we're here. Yep. Ben gets to taste test some uh, chips later on on EOS this week. I do. Which Tommy was very confused by. Go ahead and show the bag off right now, Ben. For the people at home. All right. And Tommy can ask his questions. So for everyone at home, if you're not watching the uh, video version, first off, go watch that on YouTube. But Ben has the Luther Burden potato chips. Uh, And it has like, and it has like this, is that a signature? It is. I thought like Ben went out of his way to go buy those bag of chips. And have him, like, personally sign it. No. And I didn't know that, like, it was just part of the bag. So, Ben, explain to Tommy the whole story behind these. From what I know, it's since Old Vienna is based out of St. Louis, it's the chip company. And um, it, they make chips, yada, yada. Luther Burton from the St. Louis area. NIL deal. They worked it out. And... He got himself on a bag of chips. He has his he own brand. He got himself a bag. Yeah, he got the Luther Burden honey barbecue flavored uh, ridged potato chips. Mm, honey barbecue is a good flavor of chip. Mm-hmm. It's always a, a good flavor. Like You never ask for it, but whenever you have it, 
It's I just thought of a joke. Oh, I just thought God. of a joke. Man is chasing a bag of potato chips. See myself out. Have a good night, you guys. I gotta go to work. Yeah. Uh, B-Card updates. Uh, there was no EOS this past week. Um, me and Ben recorded. Yeah, me and Ben recorded, but there was, uh, no audio? Oh, that's the best. Uh, so we did a 45-minute podcast with no audio. You guys just, you guys just talked about the uh, University of Missouri for 45 minutes, all that for it just to be silent. It's a big week this week for EOS, isn't it, Ben, at Mizzou? It is a very big week. It is homecoming against uh, the other black and gold school. Woo! Yeah, woo. Tommy, you look confused by that comment. I was like, wait, are you guys playing a non-conference game against Southern Miss? No, the other black and gold school in the conference. And then I was like, Yes, Vanderbilt. The Commodores. Miss Macy put out an episode of CSP this week. More cryptids, including the Fiji Mermaid. So, uh, water is really good. Overpriced. Tommy is pulling out all the dead jokes this week. Tommy pulling out all the dead jokes this week. It's some of that high-quality H2O. Anyway, uh, Tommy, will you have... Wayne this week. Yes, I will have. I will have Wayne this week. We'll talk about wrestling, obviously. I, I'd hope so. I'd hope so. Um. No. Yes. What better way to get the uh, podcast started off from here than uh, Ben telling us about some dead bodies at Worlds of Fun? Okay, this is where you have me do this. Okay. Might as well, right off the top. I really should have. I should have gone first, and then Ben can go next. Can I say no. my thing? No, you go next after this. This on, is this is our non-sports me. part of BTT because you know Sorry, we, we don't just talk about sports. Yeah, okay. Here we go. Um, here we go. Uh, as of yesterday, Kansas City Police Department is investigating uh, after. People found two dead bodies in the woods uh, just a little ways away from uh, Worlds of Fun. Uh, Yeah, across the highway, matter of fact, just before 2 p.m. Sunday afternoon. Um, Devontae Adams got his revenge. Unknown. Detectives said there are signs of drama. Ben completely missed the joke. Damn it, brought BB to the joke. Ben, you missed the joke, didn't you? Yeah. I said Devontae... Like the... I said Devontae oh. Adams got his revenge. <laughs> nah, man. That's Possible trauma, I thought you were going to say something like a... Was it like a... The timber, whatever it's called? The timber wolf? Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. I mean... And now no one outside of Kansas City will understand what the heck we're talking about with this. Exactly. Yeah. Um, they're either, they either don't know we have an amusement park or they're either somehow banned for 
you know, not even stepping foot on the premises. Devontae. <laughs> Fair enough. My man could I bet you he saw that and he was like, I could care less about this. He was probably like, who are you? He's like, who, yeah, exactly. All right, but speaking of the whole Devontae Adams situation, let's go in and talk about that. No, um, no, Tommy and his uh, non-sports-related... So, nondescript athletics-related yeah. segment. We're, that's what we're going to call it. We're going to call this the BTT, nondescript athletics segment. So, gentlemen, are you familiar with the YouTuber known as Markiplier? Yes. yes. Okay. He put out a video. So he has a podcast with two of his like uh, closest friends from Ohio. Like yeah. I don't remember what it's called. Ohio. Voting it. Yeah, it doesn't exist. And Fake he, place. Um, wherever he nondescript uh, state in the United uh, nondescript state in America, and he said, if we could get this to both number one on Spotify and. Apple Podcasts, he will start an OnlyFans. You guys both just got so wide-eyed. I am not I'm not making this up. This is 100% real. You can go to his YouTube channel right now, and there's a three-minute video saying, I will start an OnlyFans, but... What do you mean? What do you mean? Not going. He's not doing it. Not doing it. <laughs> I saw that. If we get to number 100, Ben will start an OnlyFans. Why me? Uh, do you really want me Bro, doing it? Bro, everyone wants to see them dogs I mean, loose. I'm you know sure everyone wants to see them dogs <laughs> loose, my guy. You said, you said dogs? Let's see them dogs no! loose. No! Right ben, no. Right no. No. Right no. Right no. That was my hand. That was my hand. Okay. If we get up to number 50, then Tommy will show his feet. Oh, yeah. Then these, these dogs, I'm going to show you. I'm going to tell you right now. These dogs, they're bark- barking. That was a great job with your shoe there. But, yep. uh, yeah. <laughs> and with that comments, it's now time for the MIP of the week this week. <laughs> ben, uh, I mean, have to be number one for you to start an OnlyFans. <laughs> We'd have to be number 69. No. No, we have to be number one. Yeah, that would pretty much be it. It would have to be number one. <laughs> Man. I have a career that if, with what I do, if that got out, oh God. <laughs> anyway, Ben, your MIP of the week this week. I'm, I'm sure uh, we're not going to get very far with um, what I'm going to have to say, um, but I'm just going to, it's a, it's these two people's, uh, names and um both of you guys definitely know but um my mips of the week are uh the the issue that's going on between uh jim ursay and dan snyder right now uh yes that's my owner that's my owner Go ahead, talk about it. Dirt on your own. Doesn't Dan Snyder have dirt on all the other owners? We all have, we all know what's going on with Dan Snyder, blah, blah, blah. He says that he has all this dirt that he's dug up on all the NFL owners. And uh, Jim Irsay's like, yeah, he he doesn't have any of that. And also that um, 
he deserves to be forced to sell the team. And then uh, some uh, commander's uh, media person came out today with like a message from uh, uh, Dan Snyder saying that uh, that's uncalled for and he doesn't have to, he shouldn't have to sell the team. So it's it's a big mess, and uh, we'll see where it goes. Hopefully, he's voting he out. Hopefully, he should sell the team. Mm-hmm. But that's my owner, Jim Irsay. Just dunking all over. Surprised you didn't break down into tears like T.L. Like, <laughs> owner. That's my owner. That's my owner, man. I love that man. I fought for him. No, I'm kidding. I fought quarterback. Woo, I'm who wants a baby? Woo, I'm Dan Snyder and I'm abandoning babies now. Tommy, do you remember that reference? I don't. Was this? Was it me? Is that South Park? Gridiron Heights. <laughs> oh, that's okay. When they did I The Mandalorian. I haven't seen Gridiron Heights in forever. It's gotten real cringy recently. But anyway, Tommy, you're MIP of the week. Can I go last? I mean, you know who mine is. May I, may I please go last? All right. What we're talking about next. That that is fair. All right, my MIP of the week are the Denver Broncos. So to review, he this is the Russell Wilson trade. Russell Wilson to Denver, and some guy. Some other guy. Can I also say that when he was traded to Denver, he signed a two hundred forty-something million dollar contract with the yes. Broncos. So there's that part. Yes. Four. A rookie offensive tackle who's now ranked number three. Tyreek Smith, who's on the AR. Derek Young. Noah Fant. Shelby Harris. Drew Locke. A 2023 first and second round pick and cap space for Seattle. I want everyone to apologize to Drew Locke for saying he was the reason the Broncos were struggling. I was... Hey, hey. I never said anything bad about Drew Locke. It was just the, the coaching and the, the situation he was in with Vic Vangio. Exactly. Ben, we Mizzou fans can hold our chest up high to know our quarterback was what was keeping the Broncos afloat. Because in their first six you know, games... would rather have Drew Locke right now than uh, Russell Wilson. Through their first six starts with the Broncos, here are the records. Kyle Orton, 6-0. and Cool, nice. Trevor Simeon, 5-1. and What the hell? I don't remember him doing that well. I Drew, don't remember that. Drew Locke, 4-2. and Drew Locke, very good, very good. Brock Osweiler, 4-2. and Tim Tebow, 3-3. Three oh, three. <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater, 3-3. Three three. Yes, Teddy Two Hands. Case Keenum, Joe Flacco, two and four, and right with them through their first six starts, Russell Wilson, also at two and four. Who remembers Broncos Joe? Country. Who else That's remembers right. that Joe Flacco was a quarterback for the Broncos? Anyone? God, that was like a yeah. That's what it. year was that? Twenty nineteen. Oh, was it twenty nineteen? Yeah, I guess sure. it was. It was either nineteen or twenty. No, 20 was Drew Locke. Oh. So it had to be 19. 
fact that Russell Wilson is basically stealing two hundred and forty something million dollars from Denver and is two and four right now. I believe they still have two more primetime games. Three. They have three? Three. What's the third one? Both against the Chiefs and then one against the Chargers, I do believe. Wait, is the wait, one of those games against Kansas City is a Sunday night game. Is the other a Thursday or a Monday night game. No, Chiefs always play the Chargers on Thursday. Yes, Ben, I I've seen it before. Broncos country. I'm blind. Didn't Broncos say that country. after they lost. Let Russ week. cook. He didn't. He didn't say that after the game last night. Oh man, to think if he said that after his press conference, the entire state of Colorado would have been in complete meltdown mode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you just lost to. The Sheldon High School Fishing Club President Justin Herbert. Yeah! yeah! Look at that baby face. Look at, that, look at how short his hair was, too. Look at how short his hair is. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> Tommy. My MIP. We will transition into baseball talk as well. Well, I mean, we've also so, got to vote on who wins MIP of the week this week. My MIP is the Los Angeles Dodgers. Mm. You win a hundred plus games, only to get absolutely embarrassed in four games by the San Diego Padres. Stop, Ben! No, bad Ben. And you talk, they talk, and Dave Roberts earlier in the preseason basically did an eighty-six Mets, where like they're like, you can just give us the championship. We're going to win it all this year. And what do they do? They lose in four games to the Padres. If you're going to shit talk, you got to back it up. 14 and 5 against the Padres in the regular season. Padres <laughs> just needed three games. Three games. Three games. Ugh. Oh, I thought they got four. Three in the DS. That's why the Royals. Pretty sure went, yeah. Pretty sure that series. Pretty sure the Dodgers Padres won four games. The only need three wins is what I'm saying. Yes, I know. So that's why I said. But still, the Padres, Padres only the, need to win three Dodgers, games. The Dodgers are my nip because you talk all this smack of being the best team in baseball, and what do you do? You basically do what the Angels did in 2014 and just shell in the postseason. All right, it's now time to vote on who wins this week, gentlemen. I'm pretty. I'm going with Brock's. I'm. You know what? I'm gonna have to go with Brock. The Broncos. It's a pretty good one because you're four and two, and you've lost back to back games four. in prime time, in you're overtime. Yeah, my bad. Two and four. They've lost back to back games in prime time, in overtime, on field goals. And they set an eleven to ten win scoregami. But yes, Tommy. Baseball. Yeah, so the Dodgers lost the. So thank we are now God. in the. Yeah, thank God. We are also now in the championship series, and we have four teams left. In the AL, it's America's little worst case nightmare scenario with the Yankees and the Astros. I'm in hell because. One. 
Game 5 was supposed to be played. So as it's recording, Game 5 is over. The Yankees won. However, the game was supposed to be played yesterday on Monday, but it was postponed due to rain. So, and here's the kick about it. The Indian... I said it. I said it. Spiders. The spiders. Not their actual name, the spiders. That's what we're going with. Unofficially calling the spiders. Um, The spiders checked out of their hotel and everything and all that Monday, expecting to play, you know, depending on if they won go to Houston, all that jazz. So then they found out they postponed, and then they can end up getting it. They have to panic. All the travel people have to panic. Be like, oh, crap, we got to find a hotel, all that stuff, for an extra day in New York, all that stuff. I guess they found some place in the Bronx, and then they end up losing 5-1. to one. God is dead. And, it was, and, it was, and it we was have killed him. By the first day. It was over by the first inning, by the way. God is dead and we have killed him. Or more specifically, the Astros and Yankees fans have killed him. And Phillies fans. I wanted fans. to see the Mariners go farther. I wanted Mariners, Guardians. Oh my God, the they world would have collapsed. They tend to, by technicality, if you look at how the Mariners played, because they that game three went like, what, 18 innings? Yep. They technically did play four games by a technicality. By a technicality, they did play four games. Not helping. But, uh, I don't know. So, yeah, your CSs are set. It's not my fault. Your Don Alvarez decided to turn into a hitting machine like it was no one's business. Phillies versus Padres and Astros versus Yankees. Oh, but did you see what uh, JT Real Muto did the other day? Please tell me it wasn't an Antonio Brown situation. No, absolutely not. Okay. Uh, no. Uh, uh, not even close. JT Real Muto scored the MLB's first ever inside the park home run by a catcher in MLB postseason history. Fat boys. Rise up. Hey, I'm the only fat one here, so yeah. Oh, hell, yeah. What? What? Gotta run around the bases, son. Gotta do it while the ball's still in place, son. What? 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 It's now time for uh, Top 5. And uh, to piggyback off what we did last week with the best MLB stadiums, we felt like the bad ones needed to be mentioned as well. So, this week, top five worst MLB ballparks. Gentlemen, please tell me you have the actual names of these stadiums and not family-friendly Foundation Field, Jerry Sandusky Memorial Stadium. Yeah. Yes, yes, we do. Yes. Good. And it's a name that everyone would realize, not, you know, Fifth Third Bank Street Stadium or whatever. Yeah. Like how Miller Park is Miller Park. Yes, it's Miller Park, Ben. Yes. Anyway, okay. who would like to go first? Uh, I'll start. All right, Mr. Haley, you're number five, please. Um, this is a tough one. Um, I'm gonna go with the Yankees. Um, I 
this might sound like an odd one. I don't know. I went with uh, the Rogers Center. Interesting. Multi, I mean, multi-use stadium. I mean, okay. If you look at the inside of it. It's just a. It's just a dome. Like it's almost like a football stadium, kind of. Did they actually play football in there? They used to. They used to. Yeah. Well, they're, they're, I mean, I also know that they've all. What did it used to be called the Toronto Skydome or something like that. Yes. Yes, it used to be called the Toronto. Sky- I mean, it's just the. I mean, there's no thing to it. I mean, the only like real thing that's like the unique thing is the hotel, but that's it. Yeah. It's like the only really unique thing about the stadium. Other than that, it's just. Eh. All right, I will go next. Marlins Park. Funny enough, that's my number four. It is a trash dump of a stadium. Yeah, that's what happens when you build over the Orange Bowl. Yeah, that doesn't help its case. Anyway, uh, the main thing that puts it over top and on this list for me is that weird mural statue thing that goes off whenever they hit home runs, and it's like dolphins and that's not there anymore yeah that that's thankfully they thankfully they took it down but not sold like three years ago it's still no one goes there yeah it's still stuck on my head that it's there so that's why it's number five on my list they've improved it slightly by getting rid of it but it's still a horrible stadium good god smash bat sound effect home run bat home run bat sound effect yeah Schwarbaum. Kyle from Walham. Yep. Ben, you're number five. My number five is City Field. Thank you. Somebody said it. It's not on my list because I have a few more in the NL East, including one that I just have a personal grudge against, but we'll get to that later. (laughs) I already already know what one did. Yeah. My number five is uh, City Field. I mean, like, it's a, just an, a normal, average-looking ballpark, but I mean, looking at like the place got like it has the big screen out in the outfield in the middle, you know, which is good. But there's literally just ads plastered everywhere, all around everything in the outfield. Like I see Coca-Cola, uh, some car dealership thing, Nikon, Geico, Toyota. WB Mason, I think, is out there as well. There's just ads plastered everywhere, and it's just... New Balance. They have a New Balance. Good Lord. Somewhere in right field. All right, so City Field for the The ads. The outside looks cool, though. It's supposed to do like an Ebbets Field kind of feel on the outside. Don't, don't ever compare City Field to Ebbets Field ever again. Never again. Never again. Like. Never again. You're number four. My number four was Marlins Park. Your reasoning. It's just, it's, I mean, no one goes there. It doesn't, it's just a white blandness. It's just bland. There's nothing unique about it. It's just bland. L- lime green walls? It's just a desecration of where the Orange Bowl was. Same as my number five, Ben. Just the disrespect to the Orange Bowl. Uh, my number four, we're going to stay in the NL East. It's Nationals Park. Talk about a rotting dump. Uh, 
Yeah. I, it, I mean, it looked like, okay. The shots on TV, it looks like a good park, but it's just falling apart. Um, yeah, Nationals Park. I don't know. Yeah. I don't got a lot on it. Ben, you're number four. My number four is Roger Center. Oh. So, me and Tommy were pretty close there. Um, I know uh, one of the big gripes that I have with it, as Tommy had mentioned, was that um, the dome, it's uh, only covering half the stadium. It's a half dome. Why don't you just go full all the way dome or no dome at all? Because you can't have a no dome stadium in Toronto, Canada. Yeah, no, you cannot. Yeah, you cannot do that at all. No go, especially in the winters. God no, that's a terrible idea. <laughs> but I just mean like only half. Like, come on, man. Yeah, it's a weird. It was a weird architectural thing. All right. I mean, probably a reason. Time, there's probably now like, they if need you to look it up. There's a reason why. It. There's probably a reason why if you look it up, but eh, it just looks weird. All right. Tom. Plus, wasn't there like one time there was like a couple having sex in one of the hotels, or something like that, in the Rogers Center, in the hotels? Did no one see that? Listen, I just pay attention to the baseball aspect of things. I'm pretty sure that was like, I thought that was like a big deal. I don't know. Guess not, okay. Tommy, you're number three. Uh, Tropicana Field. Why only three? Because the one after, because number two is, uh, worse than it. Then what the hell's your number one? We'll get to it, we'll get to it. Explain yourself. It's a dump. Tropicana Field's a dump. There's no, there's no, nothing to it other than you know the tank of rays that's out in like right center field. The only redeeming quality of the stadium. It's the only. That's it. It's the only thing. Anyway, uh, plus they, they feather. Plus they feather their numbers when they're like, "Yeah, we have a sellout," even though we closed like the top half of the stadium. Uh, my number three. Montreal is the stadium that I have a biggest gripe with that I've been to. Citizens Bank Park in Philadelphia. That's not number one on your list. No, it's not because we'll get to sure, them without a shadow of a doubt. No, that would have been number one. No, no, no. Tommy knows the story. Ben, do you? Yeah, because you told it like five thousand times when you're broadcasting to everyone. But I haven't said it on the podcast. So, when do you story time? Story time. Yeah. Well, that's my. It'll be part of my explanation as to why it's number three on my list. So, in 2016, my family took a trip, Fourth uh, of July, to Washington D.C. On our way there, the Royals had a three-game set against the Philadelphia Phillies. The game we went to was the only one that the Royals won in that series. Uh, I'll never forget it. Uh, Danny Duffy bunted his way on to first base and was safe, and everyone else was too. That's right. And also, Kendrys Morales hit two home runs right towards us. So, yeah. There were quite a few Royals fans at this game. However, I brought a sign for 
uh, Whit Merrifield, because this was his debut year, that said supporting or the red Whit and our boys in blue. And the backside of the sign said, we traveled however many miles to come to this game. Um, Phillies fans. My dad left. Oh, heck yeah. Predators just scored a goal. Um, Phillies fans are notorious sports fans, are they not? The city of brotherly love. Decided to try and pick a fight with me and my father. At this game. And then a drunk Phillies fan came over and started talking to my mother and was drooling all over her. Like, literal, like, saliva and everything. See, listening to this story again, it's like, God, if we ever go to all 30 MLB ballparks, I'm going to wear absolutely no Royals gear at all. No, it wasn't even that. It's just you're not a Phillies fan. They do this to you. So, yeah, for that reason, Citizens Bank Park is on there. Plus, the stadium was just... Oh, it was weird layout. Weird layout. So yeah, Citizens Bank Park, Phillies. That that's the reason why I don't want the Phillies to win the World Series for their fan base. Ben, you're number three. My number three is Yankee Stadium. Good. 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 I'm glad that we're just getting on I'm glad we're just beaten down. Giving unfair advantages to uh, hitters. Aaron Judge. Paradise. Um, Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge. And also, um, apparently for um, like the middle to lower class fan base, uh, it's very tough for them to get in considering just how expensive them dang tickets are. Ridiculously overpriced. The, the three of us right here. <laughs> the three of us here and couldn't get tickets. Brock, you can afford a ticket to Yankee Stadium. And mentioning, or like like I said with City Field earlier, um, Yankee Stadium outfield is plastered with ads. And, I mean, while, yes, they're getting money for having the ads and stuff out there, it's like, it's it's taken away from the whole, like, like the stadium as a whole. And I, I just think having ads plastered everywhere makes it super ugly. Yes. Am I the only one? Who liked old Yankee Stadium better? No. I liked it better. I liked it so much better. Tommy, you're number two. Uh, funny enough, that's uh, Yankee Stadium. New Yankee Stadium. Well, I know what your number one is. Mm-hmm. Which I'll get to here very shortly. Where do you go? Oh, there he is. Mm. Yeah, you can see, I mean, it's a short porch, just basically being easy mode for power hitters like Aaron Judge, John Carlos Stanton, and all them, except for Joey Gallo for some reason, I don't know <laughs> how, but, yeah, it's just, you know, it's funny, it's like, you know the Twitter account, Will it, was it a home run? Like, Will every time Aaron Judge did a home run to the short porch, it's like, Aaron Judge, that would have been a home run in... That would not have been a home run in 31 of the 32 MLB ballparks. You mean 29 out of the 30? Or 29, whatever. 29 out of the 30. Sorry, my math was off. You forgot what league we were talking about. Yes, I forgot. What, yeah, it would have been 29. It would have been would not have been a home run in 29 of the 30 MLB ballparks. 
one, Yankee Stadium. Must be nice. Uh, my number two is the Oakland College Stadium. Tommy, yeah, I know. But I think now you know what my number one is when I say this. Uh, the Coliseum is a goddamn dump, and I want the A's to move to San Jose. No, move to Vegas. No. No, not they're Vegas. They're going to go to Vegas, Brock. Guaranteed. They're, they're going to go Brock. I can guarantee that they're going to go to Vegas. I don't care. I want them to go to San Jose or Sacramento. Hey, guess what? The MLB doesn't care either, so they don't care about your opinion. They're going to go to Vegas. There have been talks with both San Jose and Sacramento to move the team there, build stadiums. But, yeah, no, the Oakland Coliseum, it was a dump for football. It was, it's it's a football stadium. It's a football stadium. It's just, a, it's a, just an overall just dump. Yeah, terrible stadium. But there's one that's much worse. In my opinion. Ben, you're number two. Hold on, did you guys see the thing from Open Coliseum where it was like the people in like the very, very top row? Oh, I know what you're talking about. Ben, you're number two. The very top row. My number two is Guaranteed Rate Field. Comiskey Park, got it. Yes. And one of the reasons, um, funny enough, I'm, I, I like how this uh, website has it. The upper deck view is so steep, it might as well be the top of the Willis Tower tower in Chicago, which you can't see from the deck or anywhere else in the stadium because the venue doesn't even look toward the iconic Chicago skyline. Hmm. Plus, it's just bland. And it... it and it's it's just a co- it's a cookie cutter stadium. It it looks it's basic outline of everything, so it looks totally normal, just average ballpark, and it doesn't even face one of I think one of the nicest looking skylines when they could have easily had it face the skyline. But oh well, and at least like when you're in Wrigley, like you could like you're in the like. Chicago, you're actually in the city. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tommy, review your previous four before saying your obvious number one at this point. Uh, so my number five. Uh, Holy two, crap, dude! Try that again. You cut out big time. Oh, okay, number five, uh, the Rogers Center in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Number four, Marmot Park. Number three, Tropicana Field. Number two, New Yankee Stadium. And then number one, the Oakland Coliseum. Just a, a dump. A, a straight-up dump. A, Not even built dump, for baseball. A dump. At all. All right. My previous four, Marlins Park, Nationals Park, Citizens Bank Park, the Oakland Coliseum, and number one, the Trop. At least Oakland ha- can draw more fans than Tampa can. But oh, Oakland even is can. even worse at baseball than Tampa is this year. 
It is like if the Royals put their stadium in polo. Drive time wise. Or if the Royals put their stadium in like Smithville or Liberty or Lawrence or, you know, something like that. Overland Park? Olathe? No, because that would at least be somewhat close to the fan base that they're drawing in. Uh, that's actually true. So, Harrisonville. Uh, Oak Grove. Higginsville. Higginsville. That's a pretty good one, actually, to say. But yeah, it's... A pretty good one. Like, that's... That's that's why. It's terrible. Moving to... They're not even in Tampa. They're not even in Tampa. They're in St. Petersburg. Might as well be St. Petersburg, Russia. At least... It's a devil raid. At least, like, the the Bucks and the Lightning are in, like, like, the Tampa area. They're in Tampa itself. Now... If the racer were to move to, like, I mean, I don't have a map in front of me of what the setup of, like, the metropolitan area of Tampa is, but I'm going to look it up. Sarasota. Orlando? No, not Orlando. We're not moving this team. That's That's way too far. Yeah. St. Petersburg is technically closer than... Uh, Sarasota is, but like, move them to like I don't know Lakeland, Florida. So they're driving on I four. But yeah, it it's dumb, it's dumb, it's dumb. Ben, review your previous four before saying your number one. Which, given you haven't said me or Tommy's yet. All right, my number four was City. F- or- my number five was City Field. My number four was Rogers Center. My number three was Yankee Stadium. Number two, Kaminsky Park. Right? Yeah. That's what people yes. know it as more. That's what people know it. And my number one is Marlins Park. So you didn't have the Coliseum or the Trop on there? You didn't have... Yeah, you didn't what have... What the, the hell? <laughs> well... I think when bidding, building this list, we can say that for certainty, Yankee Stadium, Marlins Park, the Trop, and the Coliseum are all on the list. Okay. So, it's pretty much just... <laughs> okay. Uh, so, now it's just debating what goes where. Yeah, well, can we just agree that Oakland is going to be number one? Because the thing is, it's straight up dumb. I can live with that, yeah. Okay, that's so. Fine. Write that down, Tommy. Write down Oakland. One, oh, Oakland. Right. What are we going with number two? We're going uh, Tropicana's number two? I'd say, tr- I'd say the Trop. Ben, you good with that? Sure. All right, the Trop at number two. Based off it being on our list the most, Marlins Park has to be number three. <laughs> and then yeah. we'll go Yankee Stadium, and then it's just a debate for what number five Rogers is. Rogers Center. Yeah, sounds like Rogers Center. Literally my list, just in a completely different order. Yeah, there you go. Hey, I didn't have Roger Center or Yankee Stadium because I have a personal vendetta against Citizens Bank Park. So put that as number six. Number oh, six. Right next yeah. to 
Citizens Bank Park, asterisk, personal vendetta. I'm not going back to that park. If we ever do the 30 ballpark tour. We are going. I would rather go to the trop first. If we are are going to do all 30 MLB ballparks, we are going to all 30 MLB ballparks. Well, hang on. We're not doing all 20. We're not doing 29 MLB ballparks. We're not doing 26. We're doing 30. Let me count off the ones I've been to already. Kaufman, Bush, Citizens Bank, and, oh, did I actually go to that one or not? I have only, I've I've been to Kaufman, Bush. Mm, I'm trying to remember if I went to that. That's about it, I think, actually. I've been to another Royals road game. I'll have something against you two that that I'll have against both of you. I've been to Cooperstown. Kaufman. Ben, Kaufman, just the one. All right, but we'll cross a few more of those off this list, like when we go to fam- American Family Friendly Foundation, Jerry Sandusky Memorial it's Field. Miller Park. Miller Park. No, we didn't make a sign that says all that on it, bro. We, we need to. <laughs> Pretty sure if we put something like that, said Sandusky on it, we get immediately kicked out. Maybe. <laughs> it is now time for Ben's three things, though, and it's just going to be him talking about Jerry Sandusky for an hour and a half. We need to make that a t-shirt. You know that, right? We're going to have to. No. Yeah. No, please. Yeah. No, please, no, we're not. You two, we do not endorse anything Jerry Sandusky has. Oh, hell no. Hell no. Never. Never that would dude, we endorse that. That dude can rot in hell. However, we have some funny jokes about that somehow. However, after what I just said. However, that needs to be a t-shirt because we joke about it a lot. I like how you just turned into the crab that can answer questions vaguely. Perhaps. Perhaps. Anyway, Ben, your three things. All right. Number one on my list of the three things. Whoopacha. Um, so, uh, the Thursday night football game with the, the Chiefs and Raiders. Monday night? Right. Or no, that's not Monday. They played Monday. Wait, this past Thursday? Yeah. This most recent Thursday. It was Commanders and Bears. No, the week, the weekend before that. Colts and Broncos? Jesus. The greatest game? I'm going crazy. It was Monday night. Okay. I, I'm losing. I'm losing thought of when games were. Okay. But um, it's only uh, week six. Okay. Never mind. Travis Kelsey is the fourth tight end in NFL history to have four receiving touchdowns in a game, and he is the first to do it since 1985. Oh God, my sleep paralysis demon. There's a video I saw, and it's, um, oh, God, what was the sitcom? And it's like, uh, what's his face? He's like, you know, I've scored four touchdowns in one game. Yeah, I've scored four touchdowns in one game. Al Bundy Um, married with children? Yep. It's like, I've scored four touchdowns in one game. All right, Brock, my number two thing on my list. Whoopacha. 
goes to um, Tennessee wide receiver Jalen Hyatt for his absolute monster performance against Alabama, which we will talk about later. But he had six receptions for 207 yards and five receiving touchdowns for the most receiving touchdowns in a game in Tennessee school history. My man put up some freaking monster numbers. That's some, that's that's like some straight up numbers, Dude, that's some straight up NCAA 14 numbers right there. And how did they celebrate? We'll, we'll get to that later. We'll talk about that in a second. And then I'm getting finally, it ready now. Finally, my number three thing on my list. Um, I will just, uh, I'll make sure I have the picture up here on my phone. But um, it was a certain character who was at the, uh, the Rice at FAU game this weekend. Uh, if you guys... Rice at FAU? What? Excuse yeah. me? It, it was a certain person who was at the game. What the hell? What are you but, talking um, about? The, the man, the myth, the legend, Antonio Brown was at that game. Oh. oh. And uh, he, he was messing around with the band kids. And they, they, they literally gave him uh, their instruments to just walk around on the sideline and play during the game. <laughs> There's like a two-minute long video of Antonio Brown playing a sousaphone on the sideline. It's hilarious. <laughs> and then um, like there's a video of like, him playing some other instruments as well. And I'm just like... Why is he at this game? Like, he doesn't have any family that goes to either of these games. He doesn't have family that lives in that area. He never went there for school. Why is he there? Why is he in Boca Raton? But I just thought that was pretty funny. And that was my third thing on my list. Well, <laughs> that, already... oh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna make that joke. I was gonna make a. I was gonna make a, a, a third. Uh, uh, hired certain person that hired the voice lawyers joke, but I'm like, nah, I'm not gonna do that. I already have it out. You want to talk about the game? What was it was NCAA football oh, next? Brock's or? on that. Uh, Brock's on that Nick Satan pack right now. You mean Saban? You mean Nick Saban? Yeah, that's what he said. Satan. <laughs> that's he what I Nick said. Satan. Yeah, Nick Satan. That's what he is. Oh, okay. Someone coming from the Big Ten. The Big Ten. Someone who's in the Big Ten doesn't make Satan himself. Yeah, yes. Tennessee. Oh. I told you. I told you. Hey, I picked Tennessee too. No, you didn't. You put Bama. No, I picked Tennessee. I'm pretty sure I picked Tennessee. I had it up and everything. You picked Bama. The only other one that here sure? that was with me and picked Tennessee was the fellow SEC East gentleman wearing the Mizzou hat right now. I would like to say I had that day, I had that Saturday off because, like, they were doing some, like, uh, fogging to the plant. So, like, they had to close the plant down and everything. And, like, because I guess my company was doing a World of Fun Day. I don't know. That sounds so stupid. And everyone was like, are you going to go? I'm like, no, I'm going to do what every, what a normal 22-year-old would do. And that's sit my ass. And I I, I know not everyone heard that, but I heard that. <laughs> ben, that's fucked up. Man, that's bad. 
But anyway, I told all my coworkers there because they kept everyone kept asking me, "What do you need to do your Saturday?" You know what? Just for that, you get the no no demon. No no demon is now staring at you. Someone at work asked me when I said when they they asked me. They're like, "Are you going to go to World Fun?" I'm like, "No." And they were like, "Why not? You're going to go to World Fun." But I'm like, "Here's what I'm going to do. I'm a 22 years old. I'm going to do what any other 22 year old would do, and that's sit my ass on my couch and watch college football." All day and postseason baseball. And guess what? That is exactly what I did. <laughs> Best free day off ever. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hate you, Ben. <laughs> but, it's not what happened to- but here's the funny thing. Brock, if you would like to come back. We all can talk about this. Tell so what happened during the game. What happened after the game? Yeah, but Tennessee knocked off Alabama 52-49 to with their first win against Alabama since 2006, snapping a 15-game losing streak. And um, who would like to mention what happened after the game? I will, since I'm not going. They decided to, like any other uh, sane college would do when knocking off Alabama, they rush the field and they proceed to um, knock, uh, bring down one of the goalposts. Here's what they did with Both the goalposts. Goal Both goalposts were knocked down, but here's what they did with one of them. They took it out of the stadium. They Three took campus. it out of the stadium. Went through all of campus and all, pretty much all, most of Knoxville, and then proceeded to. They, they had the whole goalpost, and then for some reason it kept getting smaller and like it kept getting in pieces and pieces. Like it was just one of the pylon with one of the poles. Upright. Like it started as the whole thing. Uh, one of the, it started as the whole thing. Then, like a couple of videos later, it's like one of the, it's both the uprights. Then another video later, it's just one upright, and then that said upright was then dumped into the lake, or the river. Dumped into the Tennessee River. Yeah, it was then dumped in the Tennessee River. I would like to say, gentlemen, I really wish I could go with you guys, but I have to work. It's okay. I would have loved nuts. I've been hearing people I say, what if, I we loved not, what if Mizzou knocks off Tennessee at Tennessee? <laughs> That's not happening. It may happen. So, Dude, Mizzou has a... Playoffs to be in shambles. No, boys, Tommy. That's not Tommy. Mizzou has a weird-ass history against teams that are ranked in, like, the top five. <laughs> Look! Look at pre! Look at what's happened previously this year against the number one ranked team. But no, that's normal for Mizzou. Mizzou will see a top ten team and be like, "Oh yeah, now we're gonna live up to our potential." Where has this been all year? What? Oklahoma in two thousand eleven. That's actually very true. But uh, Georgia in twenty thirteen. Can I finish my statement? No, because we're still talking about this right now. Mizzou just always has this strict, like, okay. Purdue and Iowa have, you know, the perception of, oh, you go there, you lose. Mizzou, if you go there and you're ranked, oh, you're in a dogfight. I mean, have you seen the visitors' locker room for Iowa? It's literally pink. Have you seen the visitors' locker room for Mizzou? 
No, because I don't go to Columbia all the time. Ben, you I know what it looks like, don't you? It's a closet. It's literally like a closet. How <laughs> welcome to Mizzou. Here's a closet. As our football player at the brand new South End Zone area. That's so nice. Oh. Anyway, Tommy, continue. I really wish I could go with you guys. Yeah. Thing, but I won't have enough. When are you guys going? November twelfth. Well, yeah, I work that weekend. Take it off. I won't have jo- enough. Join us for Tennessee takeover. PTO. Join us for Tennessee takeover. I won't have enough PTO. Who cares? Don't work. I don't like this job. I don't like, you know. You're sick. You're sick. Yeah, you're sick. Like I said, the noodle man will come after him. The place that I work kind of could easily see through that. Easily. Not if you have COVID. That's true, but... Then you'll... You'll join us and for Tennessee Takeover and join me on the trip down to Columbia on Thursday. Because <laughs> it's what me and Ben are doing. I'm going down there Thursday and then we're leaving that Friday. But uh, that wasn't the only upset that happened. Another game that I called and I was the only one who had faith in them. Utes. Utah beat USC. Gentlemen, I told you. I told you. The South Division in the Pac-12 runs through Salt Lake City. Ben's sitting there laughing because he knows. I'm glad you have your calendar right there. I'm literally just, yeah, it's literally just like a like a packet that they handed me. It's just for the rest of the year. Mm. But I'm like looking at December, I have the 31st and then the 1st and 2nd of January off. So I get to watch all the football in the world. I'm so happy! Oh, it's glorious. Uh, TCU in overtime upstated Oklahoma State, which... Oh, God, that game badly. was so good. I know Oklahoma State that, going look, to college football playoff, look, man. I get Oklahoma State lost, but that game was just amazing. Like, we had some good games this week. Ben? Week. I saw some some dude from ESPN, uh, like, they were talking about who they thought were going to be going to the national championship game. One guy said it was going to be Georgia and Ohio State, and then the other guy said it was going to be Georgia and TCU. I saw I, – I know what he's talking about. I saw that, and I'm like, what – kind of crack is this guy smoking? Exactly. Yeah, what crack is he on? He thinks that Georgia's going to beat Tennessee? Do they play each other this year? They're in the same division. Is that Where's that game at? Is that game in the Hedges or at Rocky Top? Knoxville. That game's at Rocky Top? Oh, no, it's between the Hedges. No. It's So, oh, literally, literally how it is, it's <laughs> Tennessee goes to Georgia. The next week they play Missouri at home. What day is that? What day is that? They that is the 5th. They could be ranked that's one when Mizzou plays November? Tennessee. That's the 5th of November? 
Might need to buy a Hendon Hooker jersey. What happened to your Brock Bowers jersey? They literally <laughs> don't sell those. I'm sorry, dog. Mm. If you, like, custom make your own jersey and just put Brock, like, say Bauer, I don't know. Uh, I've looked everywhere, dog. But I'm let's sure. talk about the most important upset that happened this past week. I told you that Oklahoma would win. I told you. I told all of you. No one would listen. Kansas ain't shit. Yeah, you know why? You know what I? You know why I picked Kansas? Because I looked at the past two games Oklahoma played and look how shit their defense was. Those yeah. past two games, they got blown out forty nine nothing. The previous game, that Texas. Yeah. This was their rebound game. Guess who Kansas plays this week? Baylor in Waco. Baylor's going to win that. Kansas is going to lose again. They're going to be lose another one. They're not going to win another game this year. They're not. It's Can over. Agree that like um, Kansas is like the Cleveland like like they're like the 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 eternal factory of sadness for the NCAA. That would require that Kansas ever has any hope or expectations placed upon them. Right, but I'm just saying like that's like just a good like. Like, I mean, come on. Like, this is like the only really good comparison I could think of. Speaking of uh, games that made me very happy, we will talk about Ben's Chiefs falling to the Buffalo Bills this week. Yeah. I, do, I, I do also love your college football thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, shout out to uh, UCF quarterback uh, John Plume, who... Uh, Tied the UCF school touchdown record with four passing touchdowns and three rushing touchdowns in a 70 to 13 route of Temple over the weekend. Oh, it's Temple. Wait, that was. Oh, yeah, it was Temple. It's Temple. You know what's funny is, like, I was on Twitter and there was one, like, an account I followed was like, Good God, they scored a UCF game. I'm like, Surely can't be. It's like, it was literally the Plankton thing. It's like, what? It's just an ordinary, oh my, my goodness. Squidward! Uh, also, before we get any further, congratulations to Tulane. You're ranked. Good job, Tulane. Yeah. Green wave. Green wave. Now play against Alabama so we get to see who's the superior water, colored water. The green wave versus the crimson tide. I feel like that's not even a debate. It's the green wave. It's easily. Easily. Oh, crimson tide. Nope. Green wave. Anyway. Let's now talk about Ben's Chiefs losing to the Bills because this was glorious. Before we talk about that. did set the Chiefs record by drilling a 62-yard field goal. He set... Our new record for longest field goal in team history. So I am so proud that, of him. That record didn't even, even, though he, even though he did miss like a chip shot after that. So you know, it's funny. The fifty-nine yarder didn't even last like a whole. That record didn't even last a whole week. Mm-hmm. Nope. Although I say, look, I'm not a Chiefs fan, but I recognize when kickers are kickers. My man's hit an absolute freaking uh, boot. That thing was a boot. Bam. He turned around before it even went through the goalposts. He knew it. Dude, he hit the eat. It was like Tiger walking in a putt. He knew it, too. And then he proceeds a, what, 50-something yard field goal? 
don't know. It was like a chip shot compared to that. And it was like it was like something easy for for butt kicker, and I was like, oh, the duality of kickers. They can make six. They can make field goals from sixty three yards, but yet miss one from four like fifty. Tommy, it's now time. It's just now your time to gloat about being right about the or about the Bills beating the Chiefs. Go ahead, gloat to Mister Ben. I mean, should I just pull? Should I just go real quickly on TikTok, save the video of the Bills shit post after the win, and just post it in general? You don't need to, my man. Oh wait, I already did. I put it in Snapchat. Yeah, Ben, your thoughts as a Chiefs fan about how the game went? Um. As a uh, a sports commentating fan, um, I was happy that a, a sports commentator actually predicted the right score because at the beginning of the game, Tony Romo did predict that the Bills were going to beat the Chiefs 24-20. So, like, mad respect to him on the, like, the sports commentating front. Like, Tony Romo. That dude's a psychic. But, um, it was tough. Um... I, I I don't want to say, like, I don't want to come up with, like, oh, we lost because of this and this and blah, blah, blah. But I will say that all I'm going to say, we had a rookie corner on Stephon Diggs and... And Gabe Davis. You can't forget about Gabe Davis. Like, somehow you guys always don't there. But that, th- that throw by Patrick Mahomes at the very end, I'm like, dog, that's, like, the biggest... That's easiest lurk interception I've ever seen like that was a bad pass and there was like literally two guys wide open I would like to say for the thing the Bills did the biggest high IQ move by signing Vaughn Miller for this type of game yeah it really goes to show you how smart the Bills were signing Vaughn Miller for this particular game and then for the game in January but if they see each other in January hopefully yeah Hey Ben, and then, uh, please. please NFL. Please. I will say, I will again. say, the Bills probably should have won by a bigger margin because the the Juju Smith Schuster touchdown shouldn't have happened. That was all luck in him somehow miraculously not getting tackled by like four dudes. And um, uh, yeah, it's gonna be crazy uh, once the Bills uh, sign Christian McCaffrey here and that trade soon. So. I wonder who they would give up for Christian McCaffrey. I just wonder who. They could literally give up their entire running back room for him, dude. It doesn't matter. I get that, but yeah, that's true. Also, can we talk? Are we going to take the Giants seriously now? No, 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 no. I'm not done yet. Hey, Ben. Yeah. How does it feel to have the same amount of losses as the Colts? I don't know about that, man. You guys have three losses in my book. I count a tie as a loss. I count, yeah. Because that means neither of the teams were good enough to win a game. That's what got <laughs> the Steelers into the playoffs last year. Shut your damn Before mouth. they got wide. Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. But you know I'm right. You know I'm right. Oh, look at that. Uh, Philadelphia leads San Diego 2-0 entering bottom of the eighth inning. So, with that, the Colts did win against the Jaguars. Put those memes to rest. Uh, Sadly, you guys are playing in Indy. What do you mean? So, Nick um, Nick Foles does not have the biggest dick. It is Matt Ryan, uh, because Matt Ryan's Alex stats. Matt Ryan is daddy. Alec Pierce looked good. 
Matt Ryan's stats on this game. Good God. 42 for... 42 for 58, 389 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions, and he didn't get sacked. QBR of 81.9, passer rating of 107.6. God! Pierce had a good game finally. Pittman had 13 receptions, 134 yards. Uh, It says D. Jackson on here. It's not Deshaun, it's Deion Jackson, the running back for the Colts. Had 10 receptions, 79 yards. Paris Campbell, 7 receptions, 57 yards. Pierce, as Ben said, 3 receptions, 49 yards. The touchdowns were by Campbell, Pierce, and Woods. Hey, AFC South, we're back! What is Jacksonville's record now? They are now 2-4. and so they just, are they just were those two games just like flukes? Or are they just you know just not figuring they things out? They played well against the Eagles. They, I don't know. I don't so know. Speaking of teams in the East, how how are we assessing New York, the Giants, after their win against Baltimore? How are we assessing them? I don't know. Like uh, <laughs> asking to be traded after this season. I mean, hell, I mean. With the Colts will take him. They have offensive play calling in the fourth quarter. The I mean, Colts will take him. Uh, would have to sign a wide mortgage. Today. Lucas, you would have to mortgage Lucas Oil Stadium just to get Lamar Jackson. No, he wouldn't. The Ravens did sign a wide yeah. receiver today, so Hard they enough. might have help on the way for Lamar. We don't need first round picks. We haven't had those the last few years. I'm seeing so Baltimore have it. Huh? Lamar Jackson has been struggling to throw the ball to anybody, and there's only two receivers that are over 100 yards receiving on the Ravens, but they just signed a wide receiver today that might be helping them. As I'm meaning this as a joke because the guy's 35 years old, but Deshaun Jackson got signed by the Ravens today. See, everyone's asking if we should take the Giants seriously. There's another team in the NFC that has come out of nowhere that we need to start asking this question about. Five oh, and one are the Vikings right now. No, he's per he's per cousins right now. He is insane right now, ever man. Since he got that ever since he got that chain, he's played like a man possessed. Ever he since has. he got that that chain. Yeah, ever since he got that, he has got he has played like a man possessed. Dude, so put him in a a a, a prime afternoon game. Absolute baller, best quarterback all time. Prime. My man is going to have a day. My so, man have a day. If you put him on at noon, noon to three o'clock game time, you'll have an absolute ball fest. Ball fest. I don't. Look, know can I just say, can I say one thing as a Saints fan? It was. Did it suck losing? Ben, I would like to say this and put the thing out of the the, the, uh, the, the group chat and be like the Saints blowing leads like two and a half minutes left in the game that's nothing new to me that's like no, that's nothing new that is nothing new at, like at all even less than two and a half minutes uh, exactly like, exactly uh, the, the thing I remember with less than two minutes is the Beast Quake and the Minneapolis Miracle god I hate when that Marine does um, 
And like also said, just I'm getting like, super dome pieced at home. I mean, that's what happens when Lamar, uh, Jamar Chase and no, Joe no, Burrow no. decide to no. turn into Shaq. No, 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 no. Against, again, with the Vikings, the forgotten playoff game. Oh, yeah. That super cool. dome pieced, yeah. which is what I like to call it. <laughs> Kyle Rudolph <laughs> just catching it. Over your run, over your playoff contention window of going to the Super Bowl, over the Vikings sunk it. Uh, I kind of knew the writing was up. Yeah, kind of last chance to get it. I was like, okay, whatever. And it's over. And now you're stuck being perpetually mediocre. But do you guys do have, the Saints do have a player that's coming out of the woodworks to possibly be really good the rest of the season? The oh, resurgence of Taysom Hill. Oh. Are you going to bow to your Mormon god yet, Tommy? No, no, no. But speak, speaking of Taysom Hill, uh, he, in an interview, he was asked about... I thought he was about ready to say, speaking of Mormon gods. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, but uh, Taysom Hill was uh, asked in an interview um, about all the different positions that he plays for the Saints, and uh, he responded back to this interview with, I don't know. I just work here. It's <laughs> a very Taysom Hill answer. Saying that to a very Taysom Hill answer. So, but yeah, no, like it was. You know what's funny? There was a like a picture I saw. It was like Joe Buffett Chase and Joe Burrow in the Superdome, and it was literally like um, Moss and Cunningham. The one you sent me was Moss and Cunningham. Yeah, that one. And there was there was another one I saw where it was like Shaq and Kobe, and then. Uh, LeBron and Kyrie in the 2016 finals. So, you mentioned them earlier, Tommy. Should we also start taking the Jets pretty seriously? I mean, they. I mean, they were. I would like to say they were. I would. I mean, they took care of business against Packers, but they were like a touchdown away from an ass kicking of the Packers. Their only losses this year are to the Ravens and to the Bengals. They beat the. Or since they've gotten Zach Wilson back, though, they are three and zero. With wins over I the mean, Steelers, Dolphins, and Packers. But look at what I would hate to—I hate to hamper the win against the Dolphins. But look who the quarterbacks were in that game. Do and not disrespect the name play. of Skylar Thompson, the man that I played against in I, high school. I'm, I'm trying not to, but like that's like the only reason. But um, there was something I saw in Football Night in America with Sauce Gardner, and it was like. Um, like uh, it said, it, no, the cheese hat, and it was like a uh, lost in the sauce. And I'm like, that's perfect. That is absolutely perfect. Jeez the Jets God. need something. The Jets need something like that since Ravens Island. Yep. Uh, by the way, Scott Thompson this past after- week against the Vikings, three for thirteen, uh, ninety or eighty nine yards, no interceptions, no touchdowns. I mean, I mean the. I mean, both New York teams haven't been... I mean, the Giants haven't been this good three since... Three New York three. teams. Two of those teams are in New Jersey, by the way. There's um, only one true team in New York, and that's the Bills. Bailey Zapp might be that guy. Might be. But with, but with the Giants, they haven't been this good since pre-boat picture. Again, yeah. Bailey Zappi might be that guy. Might, might be? 29 yeah, for 34, 
309, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Might be that guy. See, ben, I don't think you heard Ben up, but Brem, you brought up a good question. What happens when Mac Jones gets back from IR and is healthy? Then the Patriots should trade uh, Bailey to uh, the Colts. So he can just sit behind Matt Ryan for a year and then start next year. I'm glad you didn't say uh, trade him to the Broncos because then his career would just get burned away by Nathaniel Hackett. Yeah, no, I didn't say so, that. Also, is, also with the Broncos, is that, uh, Nathaniel Hackett just going to be a one-and-done coach? I, I've been hearing rumors. I saw some rumors today that that might be. Like, I'm, like, I'm like trending to think, I'm like, he's probably going to be out of here by the end of the season. Again, Drew Locke deserves to be a quarterback in the NFL right now, apparently. So, maybe he needs to come home and he's the answer that the Chiefs need at quarterback. I don't think he'll go back to Denver, if we're being honest here. No, I I said to to come home, and I said back to the Chiefs, come home. Sure, he's got to wait another 15 years before that happens. Play what, then? Play the Chase Daniel position? No, starts instead of Mahomes. Mahomes becomes irrelevant. Defenses figure him out. Drew Locke comes in, leads I the mean, Chiefs gotta, to three Super Bowls. I mean, we'd have to wait Drew like walking into Arrowhead years before that happens. Yes! Yes! <laughs> For those of you that are only listening to the audio version, Ben just mocked uh, Drew Locke whipping out his horse cock. Ben just put his dick on the table, literally. No, Ben didn't do that. <laughs> That's only when we get to number 100 in the charts will he start doing whoa, that. Whoa, whoa. Whoa, 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 Number one, you number one. No, I'm number one. That's what happens when we get there. I'll start doing it. Okay, SpongeBob, he was number For one. one. Ben will do it at 100. Tommy will do it at 50. 50. At 420, you will start seeing more pictures of Bandit. Alright, do you guys have any other more football things before I have a few more? Go ahead. Um, I'm sure. Let's see. Everybody already knows what's (laughs) going on with the Devontae Adams situation. Um, Let's see, blah, blah, blah. He was getting charged with misdemeanor assault after shoving independently contracted credentialed media worker who apparently suffered whiplash, headaches, and a minor concussion. I mean, um, it's all a concrete. I think tomorrow? Maybe? I don't know. Um, let's see. Oh, um... After arguing with his, uh... with the assistant coach on the sideline over the weekend, uh... Panthers uh, traded uh, Robbie Anderson to uh, the Cardinals. Uh, that makes no sense. Announced that uh, Hollywood Brown was out for season with foot injuries, so that the Cardinals replaced a wide receiver with another one. Also, I believe uh, DeAndre Hopkins is coming back Thursday. Supposedly, yeah. yes. Yeah, supposedly he's supposed to come back. God, that game could be so painful to watch. It was today. It was announced today that uh, Amazon. Uh, We'll be adding a Black Friday game starting next season. And the teams will be announced next spring. So, what are your thoughts on that, Brock? Brock, the NFL is a year-round sport. Come on. Doesn't matter. 
And then, uh, ben knows what Black Friday is. Ben, Ben. No, 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 Tommy, shut up. No, Tommy, shut up. Ben, what great game is always played Black Friday? 2.30, kickoff. The awful 2.30 kickoff slot time. On a Friday. On Black Friday. Friday. Who is it? Missouri and Arkansas. Battle line rivalry. Always Black Friday. Always Black Friday. Always Black Friday. Always two thirty kickoff. Yeah, because they're not gonna they're not gonna boot the Iron Ball from the two thirty slot. No, the reason why they do it is because it's just a tradition now. Because those two schools are so close to each other. You have them play on... I hate that it's on Black Friday. It's awful. It sucks. You're just saying that now, when you're out of there, you'll be like, oh, it's fucking great. I love it. No. Yeah, you will. We'll go to the game next year in uh, Little then, Rock. Uh, finally, um, I saw this uh, this diagram today, but um, the Chargers and uh, Justin Herbert are perfectly balanced, if you guys didn't know. But... Um, as all things the should Chargers be. All time, the Chargers' all-time franchise record is 472 wins, 472 losses, and 11 ties. Justin Herbert's career record is now 19-19 and 19 after beating the Broncos. And they are, as the image shows, perfectly, perfectly balanced. balanced. As all as things, all things should, should be. be. Mm. Good. Mm. This does put a smile on my face. This does bring a smile to my face. <laughs> Fine. When you walk, when you I'll walk up to myself. a group of three friends and say, say that only two of them are pretty. This does put a smile on my face. Yikes. Anyway, it is now time for yeah, the beast. It is now time for the BCFL uh, update. Man, I mean, t- I, I took three L's this weekend in fantasy, bro. So I lost in all three leagues that I'm in. We'll start with that, Ben. Me and Ben had a good game, but I came out I on had, top. Like, half my running backs benched because of uh, bye week. Same here. I, I, mean, got, I, think I, I think I got some people coming up on the bye week, too. You do. y'all. I was I about got, ready to I tell got, y'all, you'll need to update your stuff. Tell your brother, too, as well, because right yeah, now he's only got, like, only, half his roster right now, playing. Says you're only projected to get 60 points. Yeah. Unless you, uh, if, unless you update your roster. So, to review, I defeated Ben... 124 to 118. I am now 3 and 3 in the league in playoff position because I have beaten Macy twice. Tommy defeated Macy 103 to 101. I skin of my teeth. He's now 2 and 4 in the league. Ben falls to 4 and 2. Macy falls to 3 and 3. I go to 3 and 3. Finally, B Card Entertainment Papas has suffered a loss at the hands of the Mile High Salute. In a blowout, in a blowout, one hundred five to sixty nine. The Sarbacks defeated Mike's Dog Pound. Did you, 10- forget, did you forget to tell your dad that 
update the roster because I think he had a bunch of people on the bye week or something like that. The Sarbax? Or not? I don't remember. No. Sarbax? That's my dad. No, the Sarbax are my dad. He defeated Mike's dog pound one hundred one to ninety. The Justin Fields hype train has finally won a game. Yeah. One hundred seven to eighty nine over the Goffins. So round of applause for Justin Fields hype train finally picking up a win. Good job. It only took you Let's getting go. Justin Fields. And I gotta check. Did he so start I, Justin Fields? Justin Fields start the season. Justin Fields played and got him 27 points. And he won because Jamar Chase went off. Yeah, Jamar Chase had a freaking game. My man put up freaking Randy Moss numbers. As for next or this current week coming up, I am once again taking on Miss Macy Shear in a battle of the three and threes, meaning Ben and Tommy will once again play each other. Tommy, seriously, update your... Uh, roster because you only have or keep it there because you have 420 minutes of game time for your players nice mile high salute versus mike's dog pound in a battle of two and four teams the juggernaut battle b card entertainment papas and the sarbacks battle for first place in the fans division as they are both five and one justin fields hype train and the golf fence go at each other yet again So we'll see if they can get some revenge in that one. Your uh, standings currently, if it'll load for me. Ben is currently atop of our league standings right now, just barely at four and two. I'm in second at three and three. Macy at three and three. Ben or Tommy at two and four. Right now, me and Ben are the playoff position in our side. In the fans' side, B Carter and Tim Papas and Sarbax five and one. The Goffins three and three. Mike's Dog Pound and Mile High Salute, 2-4. And, and Justin Fields Hype Train at 1-5. May the odds be ever in your favor, gentlemen. Uh-huh. And some updated on the waiver wire. Mr. Ben picked up the uh, Baltimore Ravens. Defense. What, what Tommy? Because... I uh, I dropped uh, the Dolphins' defense because I didn't realize. Just watching that, uh, game one of the LCS right now, it just got interesting. Mm. I mean, I mean, I, I the, the Dolphins were my backup defense to begin with, but um, I didn't realize they were ranked twenty seventh in the league. So I'm like, yeah, no, Ooh, I'm picking yeah, up no. number ninth ranked defense. I dropped Jahan Dotson and picked up James Robinson, who was dropped by the Mile High Salute for Brian Robinson. Which I'm sitting here, I'm going. Dumbass, why did you drop James Robinson? Uh, Travis Etienne is getting more playing time over James Robinson. Doesn't matter, James Robinson is still scoring points. For how much longer, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Juju Smith-Suster got picked up and for, a mile, for a mile high salute. He dropped Hayden Hurst. There's Ben dropping the, <laughs> the uh, Dolphins. And yeah, that's about it. That's your update for the BCFL. Good luck to you, gentlemen. Because you two play against each other. Anything on the line? Tommy cutting his hair if no. he win, if he loses. No. Oh hell no. Uh. Uh-uh. Tommy, Tommy, I like it. You're finally growing your hair out like I am. I think growing my hair out. What are you talking about? I put, I washed it today. I washed it with shampoo today. So I washed mine with shampoo and conditioner today. I conditioned mine as well too. So. 
Ben's over here like, ha, ah, short hair gang. <laughs> Not showing it off. Intrusive thought. Although my intrusive thoughts are always shave your hair, cut your hair, start fresh, start anew. <laughs> oh, you? You're yes. saying that? Because I've never had hair this long before. Yeah, I, I'm not used to you having that long of hair. It's kind of weird. Plus, you have no sure. facial hair. In your year of high school, man. I shaved yesterday, too. Yeah, so. you have no facial hair, so you just look really weird. Anyway, it is now time for picks. Picks, 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 picks. Only two NFL games this year, or this week, because the slate is really kind of Yeah, the board does not look good this week. In contrast to Thursday night football. Nope, we're not doing that one. I'm so worried about oh, speaking football, of Thursday like, night football. I saw a thing that was talked about by a bunch of people, but they were saying like whoever loses Thursday night football is forced to play in the Thursday night football slot every week until they win a game, and the the team that loses gets replaced, and they have to stay in that slot until they win a game. That sounds like torture. So make it the Denver Broncos, just Denver against a random opponent. Make it Denver against a random team. I don't hate it. It's like relegation. Because Amazon, Amazon owns the rights to the Thursday night games and stuff and everything. And it started out just like so awful because all the, the Thursday night football games have been just absolute trash. And someone's like, well, if they want to keep it on the theme of all the Thursday night football games being trash, just have whoever lost the Thursday night football game and have them play like their normal schedule or, or whatever. But just their four... The team that loses is forced to play all of their games on Thursday night football until they win, and then the team that lost is replaced in that Thursday slot. <laughs> all right, mm-hmm. it yeah. is now time well, for. Sooner or later, I hope I hope they add the red NFL red zone. Oh, I, I thought you were getting ready to say something else, and I was about to get real scared there for a second. I thought you forgot no. what Washington's team name was. I'm, pray- I'm praying to the gods once like this season's over, Amazon immediately buys the right to NFL Red Zone. I would sell my soul to the freaking devil for Amazon to buy the NFL Red Zone. It's not Tommy, even, you not completely even- missed what he said, and that's one of the funniest things Ben said, so I said. Wait, you wait, forgot. You I, I said, I thought you forgot what... Uh, Washington's team name was, and Ben says, the Spiders. <laughs> After Tom's mistake earlier. <coughs> the sp- just the way Ben said it, the Spiders. The Spiders. Anyway. Never mind. Game just went final. Phillies are up a game. Phillies has got a game. Boo. Why are you booing? This is like literally these. Two, it's literally these two teams. I do not want either the Yankees or the Astros to like win the World Series. I want the Padres to win. Do of the ALDS. Yeah, can we just like hit the reset button on the ALDS? I want the Padres to win so they can have their first World Series title in team history. So they can shove it in the faces of the the Dodgers too. God. Oh, that as well. That'd be nice. Anyway, oh, picks time. Oh my god, that'd be okay, hilarious. Picks. We're back picks, picks time. Starting off with the Indianapolis Colts at the Tennessee Titans. Tennessee is a two and a half point favorite. This is for first place in the AFC South. Where is this game being played? Is this game being played at Bleak Soil or Nashville. 
where the Titans have struggled for some reason. Colts plus two and a half. Ooh. Tammy? I'm just, I'm just thinking the Colts to win that game. Yeah. I haven't heard anything out of Nashville at all for the Titans. No. Tommy's taking the Colts plus two. Well, I got another jersey in the mail besides this one right here. Finally showed up. Nice. My Eddie George jersey. Oh, uh, speaking of the, the Philadelphia... Uh, I just said uh, that thing. One, two, San Diego nothing. game. Uh, Zach Wheeler allowed uh, only one hit over seven innings with eight strikeouts. So... I have a question for you, gentlemen. Uh, who did Eddie George play for? The Oilers. You're right. Oilers. And for that reason, I'm taking the Colts. Because that's right. They should still be the Oilers and in Houston. Another, two Houston teams? Or Oilers the in there. Are technically in, the Texans are technically an expansion team. Yeah, and they should be in Memphis. Anyway, the final NFL game, because... They're just all crap this week. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons travel to Cincinnati to take on the Bengals. The Bengals are six-point favorites. It's a Sunday night game this week. Not good. Not good. Not good. Not good? What, Not is, good. what is it? Tell me the say, say the name of the game. Sunday night this week is Steelers-Dolphins. Monday night is Bills or is Bears Patriots. What are some interesting what what other games do we have? Lions Cowboys. I'm taking Bengals. Why are we doing uh, that one? What Lions Cowboys one and four versus two and four? Oh, I thought you said Giants Cowboys. No Lions, Giants Jaguars, Browns Ravens, Packers Commanders, Bucks Panthers. Broncos, Jets, Texans, and Raiders, Seahawks, and Chargers. Yeah, but like I said, I'm taking the Bengals on that one for that minus six, like you said, right? Yep. I have a lot riding on the Bengals this week. I need them to score some points. Mm. Have the Falcons improved to 6-0 against the spread? Uh, They're 3-3 right now. No, but that's not like their actual like for betting wise. I believe they're six and zero against the spread, or five and zero against the spread. They are six and zero against the spread. You know, I can't deny it. I'm taking Atlanta. Tommy wants to burn his I mouth after saying that. Like Ron Swanson, he's like, I offer, I wanted a job. In the federal government. It's like Ron Swanson trying to eat a banana. College football time, and there's a whole bunch of these. Because there's a lot of good games. A lot of good games. Kansas State travels down to Fort Worth to take on TCU. TCU is a three and a half point favorite. Oh. Battle the. Huh? Yeah, three and a half point favorite, yeah. Battle for the dominant purple? Yes, Battle of the Purples. The purple animals. And you said TCU is three and a half point mm-hmm. favorite. I'm taking uh, I'm taking Adrian Martinez and uh, 
K-State, uh, plus three and a half. And their Fortnite dancing mascot? Yes. That is a reference I, to only people who watch that vlog will get. I have mm. to agree with them. I'll take K-State. I think TCU will take their first loss. Well, then out of spite, I'm taking the Horn Frogs. Out of spite, I'm taking the Horn Frogs. So, next, I think purple and gray is a better clashing than purple and black. Uh, technically, their colors are purple and white. So, thank you. Or whatever, whatever, yeah. whatever. The next game sees a battle of the orange as Texas travels down to Stillwater to take on the Cowboys, and somehow the Longhorns are six and a, or, or six point favorites. What time is this game being played at, by the way? Give me a moment. That's Oklahoma State, right? I need to know. I need to know because this will factor into who I'm picking. 2.30. On ABC. Good to know that we all have the cowpokes. Yes, sir. Congratulations, Texas. Give them hell, give them hell. Texas sucks. Next game. A battle for supremacy in the Pac-12 as UCLA travels to Eugene to take on Oregon. Oregon is a six-point favorite. Mm. 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 Can someone give me a... Oh, I don't think someone can pull a picture. Ben's taking the Bruins. Who are undefeated right now. That goes quack. Tommy taking Oregon. I will also take UCLA. Don't know what it is about them this year. There's there's something special with this team, I feel like. The next game... The undefeated Syracuse Orange travel to Clemson, South Carolina to take on the undefeated Clemson Tigers. Clemson Tigers are 13 and a half point favorites. Didn't I pick Syracuse when you guys both picked the uh, NC State? Yes. Oh. Wait, what's the number? Thirteen and a half for Clemson. It's a very ugly number. Can we, show this in, can, we uh, can we sub? Is there any other good substitution games that we can do for that? Because I just don't like that number at all. I don't like it. Really? This is it. I have all the games written down. I want to go Clemson, but I don't like that number. I'm taking Syracuse in the points. Tommy taking Syracuse. The, oh, the only reason why I take Syracuse is because I hate that number. Ben? I'll go Clemson. The orange taking L. Yeah. Pretty get squeezed. Yeah, same. Well, technically, both of their these teams' colors, primary color is orange. So. Cincinnati! Travels to Dallas. Cincinnati is a three-point favorite. Dallas, who are they playing? 
against SMU. Pony up, pony up. What is Cincinnati's record right now? Five and one. They are once again ranked in the top twenty-five. I'm taking Cincinnati. I'm going with Tommy. Oh, ye of little faith. SMU. SMU get stomped this weekend? They get stomped. Wait, what did that say? SMU beat Navy. What are you talking about? Oh, then it was the weekend before. Yeah, to UCF, who's a juggernaut. No, when SMU's lost a year this year, except for UCF, they've lost close, and it's been to TCU and Maryland. But I guess now we have to have it circled on our calendars for when Tulane and Cincinnati play, and it's at the end of the year. Oh, it is? Oh, my goodness. Let's go! Anyway, uh, so you two have Cincinnati and I have SMU. Old Miss. Tommy's ears just perked up when he heard that. Because he gets to pick an old Miss game. Travels to oh, Travels to Baton Rouge to take on LSU. To take on the LSU Tigers. The LSU Tigers are one and a half point favorites. Oh, I'm taking Old Miss. That's my lock of the league, Old Miss. They're, I figured you love Old Miss. Take, that's my lock of the league, Old Miss, my plus one and a half. Ben? Okay, give me a second. I need to... I have to mention this guy by name, so give me just a second here. This game is at 2 30. This is the CBS game, by the way. I already looked it up. Dun, 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 the greatest song in the history of... Sports. History. Like, you know when that comes on, you're like, oh, hell yeah, we're getting a good one. Yeah, like like last week. Alabama, Tennessee, I hear the da 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 I'm like, oh my god, my body is ready. Uh, the other top 25 uh, SEC game we didn't that I'm not doing is Mississippi State versus Alabama. The reason I'm not doing it is because the line is Alabama minus 21. Yeah, not doing it for that reason. We would all be on Mississippi State for that reason. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Is that game in Starkville or Tuscaloosa? Tuscaloosa. Oh, yeah, I'm not taking Mississippi State all day. Anyway, Ben. Uh, I just want to make... Okay, yeah. So, as I've mentioned once already here before on the podcast, I'm in a big group chat with all the other SEC Susos. And so... I am saying this directly to to Ole Miss Sousa player Ethan W. They're gonna lose because he's always talking trash to other other schools in the group chat. Ole Miss is gonna lose. So you're just picking out you out of spite. Yeah. And yeah, then- rebels. Yeah. Really, Tommy? Nothing from that? Yeah, Rebels! Yeah, Rebels! Yeah! I got Old yeah, Miss. Yeah, Next game. Oh. Next game. Me and Ben will not be picking 
on this podcast, but we will be picking it overall. Vanderbilt travels to Columbia to take on the Tigers. Mizzou are 14-point favorites. Um, knowing Mizzou... It's homecoming. Keep that in mind. They are going to win. And Sam Horn might be playing. What? So you have Vanderbilt. Sir, I would just like to state this. Mizzou is coming off a bye. It is homecoming. And Vanderbilt got completely embarrassed by Georgia. I'd also like to say that it is Vanderbilt. So, and Missouri. Yeah. Missouri, sorry. And Luther Burden's coming off of uh, being healed from injury. You know what? I'm going to change and, uh, I'm taking a point. Screw it. Why not? And, um, I'm feeling crazy this week. Ben, uh, do you want to make... Love it. Ben, do you want to make our non score predictions that we usually do on ELS. Just pick if we have Mizzou winning or not here. I'm I'm, I'm picking Mizzou for this. I am. Same. Save it for earlier stripes. Well, no, we do a whole bunch of other stuff on there. The final game is Maction. Oh! It is the return of the king of Maction here on BTT as Eastern Michigan travels to Ball State and the Eagles are two and a half point favorites over the Cardinals. You already know. You already know. Tommy. The Eagles are going to sack State easily. So we all have the unofficial child of BTT, (laughs) Eastern Michigan. You already know. Tommy said his lock of the week is Old Miss. So I won't. I heard sack. I'm ignoring what you said. Ben, what is your lock of the week? You have Indy plus two and a half, Cincinnati minus six, K-State plus three and a half, Oklahoma State plus six, UCLA plus six, Clemson minus 13 and a half, Cincinnati minus three, LSU minus one and a half, Mizzou minus 14, and Eastern Michigan minus two and a half. I'm taking the Bengals game as my lock. All right. You're like, you're like, right. Uh, game that you're like wanting to like you're hyping Joe Burrow starting in Joe Burrow leagues, Burrow. bro. Freaking game. And I have Jamar Chase in one of those as well. I hope we get that game. I want to watch that game. Uh, my lock of the week. Bro, i It's actually not the Colts game. I'm oh. debating between two other games right now. Which one I want to say is my lock. Yeah, yeah, with how they've been playing recently, I'm going to go with them. My log of the week is TCU minus three and a half against Kansas State. Because TCU's playing some damn good football right now. 
So to review, Tommy has Indianapolis, Atlanta, Kansas State, Oklahoma State, Oregon, Syracuse, Cincinnati, Ole Miss, Missouri, and Eastern Michigan. I have Indianapolis, Cincinnati, TCU, Oklahoma State, UCLA, Clemson, SMU, Old Miss, Missouri, and Eastern Michigan. Ben has Indianapolis, Cincinnati, Kansas State, Oklahoma State, UCLA, Clemson, Cincinnati, LSU, Mizzou, and Eastern Michigan. Gentlemen, may the odds be ever in your favor. And go Tigers! <laughs> Oh, those Tigers? I thought you were going to do a Go Tigers. Well, that also works for Mizzou, too. M-I-Z! Z-O-U, Tommy! Come on, Tommy. Come on. M-I-Z! Yeah! Yeah! Let's go! Let's go! He did it! Oh my god! Yes! Ben, high five through the camera! Ah! Let's go! Tommy said Z O U. That's hey, it. I the can punk. easily tell you what my profile picture is. I can easily tell you what my profile picture is, but I'm not going to be that guy and spoil it for you. Okay. Anyway. You don't. You don't need to be that aggressive. Anyway, Tommy said Z-O-U. Let's go. We're going to take him to a That's Mizzou not game. Because you said it. That's not because you said it. Oh, Tommy, I was going to say you, you. You'll like this, but um, I got. I got. Ticket to the movie. Bye. Let's go. I, I got it. I got it early. As soon as it. As oh, soon as it's in on. theaters, dog. Uh, we now need to bring Tommy to a Mizzou game, Ben. Yeah. Maybe that one in St. Louis next year. Possibly. Boys, this needs to be us when we go to the movie. Oh God, what? I don't. I'll let you know what it is, Brock. Okay, thank oh, you. I, I dig it. Yep. Say I can't. That's anyway, sick. I like it. Tommy, would you be interested in going to uh, the Mizzou-Memphis game at the Dome next year? No? Nothing? Undecided. Undecided. Wait, they're playing in St. Louis? They're yeah. playing in St. Louis next year against Memphis because that's halfway for both teams. Okay. Yeah, I'm excited about it. Anyway, Tommy, where can you be found on Twitter? Dude underscore Rex 14. The D and the R are capitalized. Ben, where can you be found on Twitter? Elite Tiger Spore 1. I can be found on Twitter at BrockGordon99. The B and the G are capitalized. Uh, Tommy! Ask Ben where uh, the Twitter account can be followed. Where can the Twitter account be followed at? B card oh, underscore ENT. No. Tommy. All, all B card ENT, all one word. Nope. B I underscore card ENT. Oh, damn it. I thought it was all one. Nope. That's been taken, apparently. <laughs> so. The B? Oh, Brock, I, Brock, I was wondering. 
do you think uh, we might uh, get an appearance of a uh, Marcus Lucas at the St. Louis game next year? Maybe, maybe that's not a bad shout. Uh oh, we forgot to mention it earlier in the show. Uh, November eighth, the show that or November ninth episode of BTT will be number sixty nine of BTT since we've returned. <laughs> So what we will be doing is a Q&A session. So send all your questions in. Send any question you have for the three of us, for Macy, for whoever, uh, for BTT. Send them in. Uh, these fine gentlemen that are here with me will be sending tweets out, being like, hey, send us the questions. Send us questions. Tommy has now lost his mind. What has happened? Someone just tweet that. There was a tweet that said, good thing Kyle Schwarber hit that ball to uh, L.A. to know the Dodgers still participating. Oh. Anyway. Anyway, send 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 questions to us. Uh, nothing is off limits. If you want to know. We'll send everything. What, Tommy? Get us to the top 50 so we can see these dogs loose. Get Get us to the top 100, and Ben will show his his his, his chest. It's his Whoa! Dog. Ben that will take his shirt off. Live on air. Going 95 for that one, my friend. No. At 50, Tommy will uh, tell you what his hair care routine oh, is. Dog? He'll, he'll clip his tell you now. Dr. Squad. There you go. And you know, if we get Tommy. to one, if we ever get to one, then uh, I will... Send picture of me in just underwear. Rock will start an OnlyFans. Book it. Book it, Vince. Oh, wait, he's not there anymore. Never mind. <laughs> I will do a bra and panties match against Tommy for an OnlyFans. <laughs> What's going to be on the clothing? Spiders? Fucking Brock's going to have a nightgown match. <laughs> an evening gown match against Tommy. Where oh, where yeah. Ben will be the referee and sh- uh, dressed as a schoolgirl. These are all well, horrible would ideas. That the, would that be the best outfit, though? For you? Oh, sure, why not? Huh? I'm like looking at the game. I'm looking at the game that we have on Saturday at eleven o'clock. Uh, for like a Fox, like their big noon game. You know what the big noon game is for Saturday for Fox? Hmm. Ohio State in Iowa. Ooh. And that game is in the shoe, by the way. Ooh. I really hope Ohio State puts 70 points up on Iowa. I hope to God that they but do. But anyway. That's not me being like a, being a, Nebraska, a spiteful Nebraska fan. I'm just hoping as a football fan, I'd be like, I hope they just blow the doors off of Iowa because it's god-awful. Uh, that same week that we have... The 69th episode, me and Ben will be on our way to Tennessee for BTT's Tennessee Takeover. B-T-T-T-T. The Tennessee Takeover, where hopefully... The rightful U of T. Agreed. Where I will be wearing this lovely jersey to the Tennessee... Uh, Denver game, which we'll and see I'll what they're... Uh, I, so I feel so bad that that's the NFL game you guys are going to. Oh, I'm excited for it. 
Ben is too. Now, you know it'd be really great, Ben. I'm wearing this Nick Foles jersey there. Yes. Now, Ben, you know it'd be really great. The SEC would finally announce when the game is time is. For Mizzou, Tennessee. Okay, so this is something. We can talk about it on EOS, but there has been more times announced. Yes, but okay, so. Let's talk about that on EOS. Let's talk about that on EOS. Tommy, do you know the stupidity of the SEC announcing when games start? Oh, no. I already know. And the TV contractors. Yeah. So, South Carolina finally got announced, but we still don't know Kentucky and Tennessee yet, or New Mexico, but we know Arkansas, because Arkansas is always the same time every single year. Same day. It's always 2.30, CBS, on a Friday. After Thanksgiving. Yeah, because that's like one of the only like noteworthy SEC games that's happening on Friday. Because everyone knows what game is played on SEC games played on Saturday. Everyone knows. 2.30, Saturday, CBS, the Iron Bowl. Everyone knows that. Did this man just say notable SEC game and Mizzou and Arkansas in the same sentence? You're damn right I did. On that note, uh, Tommy will have we are not entertained this week. EOS will be coming out this week. Uh, I've been Brock Orton. I've been Tommy Haley. Been Benjamin Duncan. Have a wonderful rest of your week, folks. Don't freeze your ass off if you're here in the Kansas City area, because for some reason it is ridiculously cold. Stay safe. Drink water. <laughs> <laughs>